Hi, this is La Fantasia Ronnie, and you're watching the Three Count Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Into the Ring, and I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up that mountain called wrestling. And by now, after our 200 and 90-something episode, I would just think you would say, with me, I am your Sherpa. Because just like your tribal chief, acknowledge me. But like every good tribal chief or even every good Sherpa, it's never about me. It's about who's entering. So who's entering the ring today? Well, you can find this person at Frontier. You can find him at Eclipse. You can find him at Superstar. You can find him at Ace Fusion, Sanctuary, American Excellence, and also Astica de Lucha. She is... The sensational La Fantasia, Ronnie. Hey, how's everyone? I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. Yo, one, thank you for coming on our show. No, thank you guys for having me. Hell yeah. So we have met a couple times. More so, we met at another show redacted uh some things happened and it was what it was but we actually hit off we had like a great conversation and stuff and so i was like yo of course i gotta bring ronnie on the show because ronnie and i had like a great time just joking back and forth um at said event and i just you know i thought i could pick your brain and just see what else i could learn about like the wrestling world with you yeah go ahead i've been in i've been around for a hot minute so (laughs) Let's let's. I was freshly out of high school when I got into the industry, so it's it's been a minute. Okay, well, you know, I just want to ask the first questions. Who is Ronnie? Ronnie, that's my real name. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't come up with a whole, you know, persona. I feel like La Fantasia is my whole persona, and she is. She's what I inspire to be as a woman. Someone confident, sexy, no matter what shape, form, plus size. And she's a fantasy. She's it. She's what men desire and women want to be. It's funny how, like, in in the world of wrestling, like, we always want to, like, accentuate a characteristic that we, like, maybe we don't do, like, in our shoot life, right? Because, like, one thing about me is, although my my wife will disagree with me, I'm very, like... I'm very introverted. Like I love talking to people, but also like I like I like preferably more just sitting in my own shell. But when I'm Red Dog, like I'm very out there. I'm very brash. I'm very like fun loving and like a big jokester. And I just like to accentuate those those things. And I think about those things when uh when I'm in the wrestling ring. I'm just like I just can do this a lot bigger. So I'm gonna be bigger than what yeah, I can. Yeah, I completely agree on that. Yeah, like same. Same with me. Like I, it takes a lot for me to like when I'm when it's just me, not La Fantasia. When it's just Ronnie, like I'm very outgoing once I'm comfortable knowing who you are. But before, like when you meet me at first, I'm kind of shy. Unless it's like a wrestling event, then I have to stay in character. So I just I get to know everyone, and I'm like, hi. Like I'm I try to branch out and just talk to everyone, but. <laughs> In reality, like outside of everything, I'm like the shyest person because like I'll just sit there and until no one speaks to me, I won't speak at all. 
<laughs> that's how I am. Like, I know, like, especially at, at the place that I work at, right? Like, the first few months, like, I was just very in my own shell. Like, I didn't want to come out of it because I was like, you know, it's very nerve wracking, especially. And I work in a gym. So, like, I was just in the back office, just kind of like doing my thing. Oh, wow. But then, like, once I started opening up and, like, kind of like exploring the gym a little bit like people started seeing me more and more and they're like hey like this is one of the trainers let's talk to him let's have there, some fun trainer yeah so I'm a personal oh! trainer I had no and, idea yeah and then once like once I like opened up and like started like playing around at the gym and like making friends with people like things just kind of opened up for me and then I just went ridiculous with it so now people like see me on the floor walking around with like weights in my arms and just like walk around and be like hey have you tried to lift this yet it's kind of unique <laughs> like just doing things. <laughs> well that's good though and you kind of have to have that bubbly personality but that's think that's why i like with red dog because like i said red dog is more like on the comical side but he's also very like brash at the same time like he just knows like he's very good at his job so he's like yeah i can do whatever i want to whereas like in the gym i have to be like you kind of have to like nurture people because some people's egos in the in the gym, like man, you can hurt them in a minute. Just being like, "Hey, man, your form's wrong," and they're like, "Ah, oh, my, I've never had someone tell me my form was bad." I'm like, "That's All not right, just well, in the, that's not just in the gym. That's even in wrestling. <laughs> you can't tell <laughs> anyone true. anything. <laughs> it harms every ego. Everyone's upset. Everyone's crying. And later, so yeah, that's everywhere." <laughs> So how did you get into the business? So, okay. This is, you bear with me. So I, when I, I've always watched wrestling religiously, Monday Night Raw. Well, back in the days, I used to watch W, oh God, I blanked out. Uh, WCW and mm-hmm. uh, WWF and ECW and I used to watch a lot of Lucha because uh, I grew up watching Lucha Libre first before WWE because of my grandfather. So then when I turned 17, um, I just kept always telling myself like, oh, I would love to be a uh, Trish Stratus. I would love to be China. I would love to be Lita. And it wasn't until the age of 18 where one of my former friends uh he introduced me to john patrick trotsky in the sanctuary and for years i was in sanctuary for a very long time like when i started going to sanctuary again i was like a week that i just graduated high school so like there was baby me like going in and i i remember when i spoke to trotsky the first time the first thing I told him was, I want to get in the ring, put me on your show. I did not know that you have to go to training. You have to train. I thought they just throw people in there and, you know, you just get pretty and the females just, you know, they'll, they'll talk about it later. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's what I thought. It wasn't until um, I met Ali Rex, Sonny Kiss, Mike Orlando, Jamie Senegal, and like a bunch of others, like so many people that are now like, you know, they're all, they're out there now. Like, but yeah. Yeah. when we, when I met them, 
I was this, I had bright red hair. And when I met them, they were like, oh, this little mermaid girl, come here. And I'll never forget that. Yeah. And I'll never forget that they, they were like, what do you want to be in the, in like wrestling? And I was like, oh, I, I want to do what you guys are doing. I want to be a part of it. And I had no idea what a bump was. I had no idea what running ropes was. I had no, I didn't know anything. I just thought, oh, I'm just trying to get some cool music, some good lighting and throw me in there. Like, let's do this. <laughs> and it took, it took a good four years. I know that's going to sound crazy, but it took a good four years so I can take my first bump because you know how you have to pay your dues in wrestling. You have to, um, everyone has to pay their dues and being a female, like, especially being a part of the LGBT community, it was kind of difficult because even though I was in a, I, Sanctuary is an amazing safe place for anyone that wants to go learn and especially be, you know, developed. But again, uh, Sanctuary, there's mostly guys there. So it was very difficult for me to know the women's aspect of the sport because every everyone is different. So wrestling with training with the guys wrestling with men and just being around them so much that's what led me to okay like so this is that's what actually that's one of the reasons why in the ring I'm not like one of those chicks that is like super preppy I can't this is why la fantasia is very sassy because I'm like no I can't I can't be a cheerleader I used to be a cheerleader but I can't be a cheerleader forever so I can't be too preppy so in the ring like just getting to know all of them and and learning how everything in sanctuary went it was it was good it was great sanctuary taught me a lot and i just grew from there honestly i just grew from there and i haven't stopped since so uh, that's that's a good part of me yes interesting because you brought something up right being a part of the lgbtq community you know like that's it's such a hard place to kind of, I don't, I don't want to say fit in, but it's kind of like, I don't know, there's still like those wild stereotypes with. Oh, 1,000%, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 1,000%. And to me, I, I see it a lot, right? So it's like one of those things where you're trying to make your way through and, 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 and it happens with everything, right? Like not just like LGBTQ, but like with Latinos and, and you know, African-American wrestlers, right? Like it's, there's always like a box that you get put into and like, you're not, a, like, people try to not let you deviate from, like, the characters that they have deemed whatever you are in this, in this sport. So I guess my question for you is, like, how do you keep trying to transcend and keep pushing the, the bar forward in the, in the LGBTQ community? Um, so I can, I can tell you this. So ever since I did start wrestling, I did get always told, like, I wasn't going to make it anywhere, that I, I was told no one would take me serious. And I'm not going to say who did it, but someone that means a lot to me told me, you're not going to be taken serious in this industry because of your background and because of who you represent and what you represent. So I push, I don't look at the negatives anymore. I walk away from everything. I if it's something that I see that has been like, if it's, if it's around, just like in my day-to-day -day life, if it's, if it's around people that are negative and people that have been 
you know, just not positive, I tend away from it. I don't talk to it. I don't associate. I back away from it. I, especially even with fans, like I, I get those messages. Well, not anymore, I guess, because I finally am at a place where people are realizing who I am, but be when I started, I used to, yeah, I used to get those messages all the time. You're just trying to be this. You're trying to be that. You don't deserve to be here. This isn't this. And it was very hard on my mental health because I was young. I was young. Now I'm, you can say, more seasoned. <laughs> and I'm, I've been around. Uh, I've been around wrestling since I was 18. And I'm about to be 27 next year. So... It's, it's, you know, it wasn't just though I woke up one day and everything changed. No, it, it took time for people to realize who I am, what I represent. And it's, it's still something that like I deal with till this day. Like some, some promotions are positive. Some people are, some people don't know. So like they'll book me without knowing. And that's amazing because then no one knows my business. But others that do know my business, they'll, they'll be negative. And those are the ones that I just tune out. I'm not here for you. I'm here to help and be positive on those fans that have supported me. Uh, especially like I, I've, I've received so many fan messages, emails, private messages on Facebook, Instagram. And I get told all the time, like, thank you. You make me believe in myself. I get parents message me telling me about how their kids saw me in person and that now they they want to be me and I'm just like oh don't be me but be yourself <laughs> I feel like that's like the one thing that we like we want to push forward right so like in whatever aspect of life like we're really pushing for like I know for me you know trying to help further the Latino community because it's like we get we get told that we're allowed to be certain characters right you're either like a gangster or you're like the th uh, like a thug or you're a mob boss or the cartel right like you get put into these boxes and like even my character is just like as it's a mercenary who's oh, just yeah. straight out of fun you're not alone on that this is why I, I created la fantasia i actually you're gonna be you're gonna get the exclusive right now <laughs> so <laughs> la fantasia actually was based off a very, very famous other uh, LGB representative woman who I didn't grow up watching, but then I, as the older that I got, I got to know her story. And her name is La Veneno. And you and I know it's gonna sound crazy for anyone that like knows, but there's a whole documentary series on her on HBO Max. And during the pandemic, like early the pandemic, I, I was struggling. I was struggling mentally because that's when a lot of things happened with my wrestling career where I kept, I kept being told, um, no, those doors were not going to open. Those doors are going to remain closed. So, and then on top of that, I was just Ronnie. I was just Ronnie Flores. And I got, I was, I was like going crazy because everyone kept telling me, like, even like uh, wrestling members that I, wrestling people that we know, like, like top names, like the ones that know me personally, they would message me and tell me, hey, when, when are you going to create a character? Where's your character? Like, where's your, where's your gimmick? 
And I'm like, oh my God, but I don't have one. I don't know how to be someone that's not me. Like, and I'm not, and like you said, I'm not, I'm Latina, I'm Dominican, I'm proud, but I am not going to be your stereotypical achola or like, or like, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I'm goth out of nowhere. I'm not going to like, you know, like I'm not going to do a death gimmick or something like that for me because that's not my thing. That's not something that I've never, you know, I've never fallen into categories where everyone else is in there. Like I like to be in my own category. So during the pandemic, I watched the series and it was, it was something that very, I was like, wait a minute, she is right. Women like me are known as fantasies. So at first my name was fantasy. Like it was the fantasy. It was in English. But I I was like, no, I'm Latina. You're gonna say it right. So I now that's why I have it. It's La Fantasia in Spanish. It's fantasy, but in Spanish. Right. And even though people botch it and they think it's Fantasia, but it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) I corrected I correct it all the time, but I tell everyone it's literally just fantasy in Spanish. It's Fanta like the drink and then see ya like goodbye. See ya later. Yes. So, yeah. It's, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. See, it's like no. something for me because like I wanted to showcase that like that I'm Panameño and I'm proud of that heritage, right? So when I got the opportunity to work with uh, Diego Altravador, uh, I I showcased that, right? Because I was like, yo, I'm going to cut this whole entire promo where like I'm being contracted to work Diego and nobody knows why. Right. So like I did research into like the Hispanic culture and stuff like that. Like I was learning how to salsa. Right. I was doing like the typical things, but it was more important that I got it across that. Like, listen, like I am Spanish as well. Like I am proud to be a Latino. I am very proud of this whole thing. And I want to, I want to help push our Latin community forward. And, you know, I see the same way. I see the same struggles with the LGBTQ. Like, they have trouble like pushing forward their agenda because people are always like, ah, no, 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 you can't do this. Or no, 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 you're not going to go there. But you see people like, you know, like Effie, right? Or Kid Bandit or Maria Moreno, uh, Maria Moreno. She's pushing, she's pushing as well. Like the, the envelope keeps getting pushed forward. And you see yeah. people like Allie Catch, right? They're pushing Sunny Kiss, right? Sonia Deville, like they're all pushing the envelope forward. So I just love watching when different communities get to help each other push the the bar forward and I think that's just something that people need to take pride in it's crazy that you say that because it's funny how like I just remembered one of the biggest things in my career uh when I started um I got the chance to meet Melina from WWE and she came to Sanctuary and we actually we lasted hours it was me and obviously I wasn't alone it was like all the trainees we all finished training and then we all spent the rest of the day getting to know her, learning her story. And then me and her had a one-on-one since I was the only female trainee and me and her had a one-on-one. And it's crazy how she's actually one of the, another reason why, cause she, I idolized her. So obviously when I saw her, I just started bawling. I, I, it's, it's, I don't mark for any, I don't fan out for anybody like that, but I do fan out for people that I do idolize and people that I respect their craft. Yeah, so like she's definitely one of them. 
Um, and, and yeah, she's definitely top three. And um, she, I remember she's, we sat down and me and her had a full long conversation where she told me, she was like, don't be anyone else, be yourself and represent what you want to represent. Don't let anyone else define who you are or anything like that. And that's why I was like, well, I'll never forget how, I was like, I look Spanish as heck. So I can't deny that. So that's why why till this day, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I will always and forever respect her words as to say, stay authentically you. Don't change who you are. And it's it's something like even for for me like I I'm very white like I'm very white passing but I have a tattoo like really big as a Spanish like I want people to know like when you see me you're like I don't know what it says on that guy's arm it's okay it, it must told, be serious you, because you it looks apparently I could pass as Arabic like <laughs> I get told this every day like you Arabic I'm no I'm Dominican I'm like oh oh oh. <laughs> so I want to ask like the next question right which is one of my favorite questions asked all my guests that come on the show uh what's the worst bump you've taken oh, which one <laughs> which one I've taken many but which one no, um I think I can think of two right now because it wasn't that long ago no, one was one was when I started, and the other one was not that long ago. Um, the first bump that I took was I got power bombed, and the guy that gave me the power bomb, we were we were training for the for our match, and he completely didn't grab me. He let go, and he is. Oh, if he ever gets to see this, I'm sorry, sweetie. I'm not going to say your name so nobody will bash you. <laughs> but <laughs> he is very tall. I'm very short. Everyone knows Ronnie's the Oompa Loompa walking around in the locker room. But, um, hey. But, um, <laughs> I'm very short. I'm only 5'3". And this guy is like 7'1". Oh. Yeah. So I was, I was top rope and I remember he grabbed me and like extended his arms all the way up with me in the air and he didn't grab my thighs to like power bomb me. He just let go. And all I remember was, and the worst part was the mat was like super thin. Mm. So we, I felt the wood too. And everyone was like, are you like they everybody ran into the ring and they were like, oh, my God, are you OK? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just I can't be first match right now. Make sure I'm like third. Just changing, changing cards. <laughs> but um, yeah, but that, it was bad. But then my last recent one uh, was I did a hair Karana. Wow, did I sound really weird? A hair Karana. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with my English today. I'm sorry, I'm speaking funny now. But, um, I did a hair corona and uh, it was with uh, El Rey, Sean, and my gear got caught in his mouth. <laughs> I don't know how. 
<laughs> but he got caught with his tooth and he like went over me. So it kind of spiked me in my neck and I was I it was like a full bump instead of it being like mm-hmm. like I didn't I didn't turn all the way. But it was it was it was a mess. But I remember I I like got up and everything was like I saw stars and I was like, who's next? Who's, who's taking these hits? But Damn. it was it was a blast. I always have a blast. I think that's the one thing about wrestling is that like we always take like these gnarly bumps, right? And we try to avoid them as much as possible, right? Because obviously we know like our bodies aren't gonna last forever. But we tend to take these gnarly bumps and then we're just like we just get it we're like yeah we're good and like you know you, you know you're not yeah the next day you feel it and you're like oh snap you jump yeah. out of bed and you're like oh oh no oh oh no that my shoulder my back yeah yeah i me. walk so every once in a while like i'll take a i'll take a gnarly bump where like even it, it looks like a safe bump like i'm just take a flat back bump right and like the next morning i'll get out of bed and i'm walking around like uh Tobey Maguire in uh, Spider-Man, where he's like, my back, oh, my back, my back, <laughs> my back. His walk around holding my back. I'm like, oh, I don't know what I did. I definitely broke something. <laughs> did I lose you? Is it me or is it you? Your camera went away. Oh, it, it, it might have been me. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, it was like I was saying, like, I uh, sometimes I, I tend to feel like Peter Parker, like, getting out of bed. I'd be like, my back. Oh, I shouldn't have taken that bump. It definitely sucks. I was like, so I can I can relate to your your story about getting power bond or just getting spiked. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So oh, you can you? Am, are we back now? Yeah, I got you. Okay, now we're back. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, okay. he glitched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is what it is guys you know this show like we have those issues every once in a while uh all right so another question i like to ask right is what's one of the hardest lessons you've had to learn being in the business oh 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 there's so many i've learned um one that i that i now like have to especially after the lovely show we did together. I, now I have to, I realized actually like it kind of, that was kind of like the stamp of where I realize now I have to realize my worth. And one thing is I will not entertain when promoters don't know how to promote their own company in a professional way, shape and form. Like I'm not bashing on the company. They're sweet guys, amazing guys, some, I have to say some. But um, no, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm Dominican from New York. That's what, that's La Fantasia outside of wrestling. No, I, I, I was raised by a very strict mother and my mom used to always tell me, you put yourself first. If you feel uncomfortable, don't do it. If you feel unsafe, don't do it. If you don't feel you belong, don't do it. Um, I've noticed now, especially after that show, um, if I don't get like, I'm, I'm, I never signed up to be a superstar. I signed up to live my dream and to entertain. 
And I do it for the fans and especially the ones that respect me and want to see me grow in my journey. So now my biggest thing is I will, I will not sit here and be used or be spoken to like if I don't belong. And that's, that's my number one thing right now. So yeah, that's, 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 that's the only thing I got to say right now. I like it. I like it a lot though, but that's something that people got to understand. Like sometimes you just got to know your worth. Like, you know, yeah. certain places, you just don't need to be there. Like if they, they don't value you, if they don't want to invest in you, then there's, listen, it's the Indies. A hundred other companies, probably oh, in the yeah. local area that's willing to pick you up. So like you got to really stress about that part. Oh, uh, yeah. and, and that's another thing. Like we as indie wrestlers have to realize that even though you want, we are all trying to, you know, achieve the same goal. Everyone's trying to achieve the same goal. We're all trying to make it and be these top stars. But the one thing is, as a wrestler, I travel. I'm, I know you travel. The one thing we definitely all have to realize is, especially nowadays, with I feel like after the pandemic, uh, wrestling kind of changed. Um, so like the world is very sensitive and on top of very sensitive, the economy is really bad. So like really, really bad. So my number one thing is with traveling, like I can travel to promotions, but promotions need to also understand that if I'm driving 12 hours, 13 hours, like I'm not going for a handshake and a hot dog. Like, I'm sorry. I'm really not. And it's, that's, that's something that like everyone needs to start realizing, like know your worth, pay your dues. I'll say that, pay your dues. I had to do them. I'm still doing them. I will always and forever pay my dues because at the end of the day, if, if I'm being respected, I will respect you. But I'm definitely not going to be sitting here and, you know, like I just saw a post the other day where it's like, if you spend more money on like WWE merch, AW merch, impact people, like if you spend so much money on, if you're invested on TV people, but not investing in yourself, you're a mark. And me, I've, I've invested more time in myself. Don't get me wrong. I mark out for some people. Don't get me wrong. But it's people that have been in the industry for more than 20 years. So we're good, everyone. We're good. No, like for me personally, I've invested a lot into myself, like into my character and stuff like that. But I've also gone out of my way to – I've gone out. And I'll, I'll be honest, I have a whole drawer right over here. If people wonder why I'm filming this. You don't got to worry too much. But I got a whole drawer filled with other people's T-shirts because it's like – I'm going to go support my friends and people who I consider to be kind of close to me. And then those who don't want to support me back, then I just have the shirts in the back of the, of the drawer. Oh yeah. Like, oh no, I'm the same stuff. way. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm the same way. Oh yeah. Like I have like, for an example, like when I'll use them as a prime example, uh, anyone that started with my, like was there from the beginning of my career with its, which is Sunny Kiss, Ali Rex, Mike Orlando, um, uh, 
like so many Nyla Rose, like so many Kira Hogan. Like I, I have their merch. Of course I do. I will forever support those that have been positive and supported me since the day I stepped foot into a ring. And even if you're in my journey, like you as yourself, like I will always be there as a cheerleader to support the ones that have supported me. And even if you don't, okay, don't worry. If you succeed, I'll, I'll support. I'm not, I'm not a Debbie Downer, but I'm also not gonna not show love to someone that's deserving, right. you know? Right. And that's just my thing. So listen, you've been around in a lot of different locker rooms. So I kind of need to know one do and one don't of the locker room. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh. How you mean like the whole locker room as in like male and female or just female locker room? I think, you know what, why not both? Ooh, okay. Um, okay, so as a female, uh, do's and don'ts. Don't talk about others. Don't like you're there to if you have an opinion on other female workers, keep that opinion to yourself. You're not there. This isn't mean girls. This isn't a high school. We are entertainers. We are performers. We are professionals. And let's keep it like that. Uh, same goes with the men. Same goes with the men. I, I've learned that if you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And that's, you know what? That's my one. For both, that's my one. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. And my second thing is hygiene. Hygiene. Let me say that one more time. Hygiene. Everyone, please wash your gears. Wash your boots, wash your sneakers, wash your socks, wash your feet. Like, that is one of the biggest things that I've learned. Like, I used to think, like, oh, you know, the, that that's just them. No, like, I'm like, no. You're going to be in this industry, like, have hygiene. At the end of the day, we're all sweaty afterwards. So there's no need for me to be smelling that sweat three months later. <laughs> Like, how hard is it to really, like, wash your gear, like, it's a couple, not, like, I get it, because we all, we, we all work a lot. Yeah, but my but biggest like, thing right is, right after, and I even tell, I even tell, okay, this is what I tell, actually, I say that to myself all the time, I, like, don't, I, even if you have one gear, if you have one gear, I suggest you wash it after your match. If you have multiple gears, Wear one this day. If you know you're lazy and you can't throw it in the, uh, you know, washer right away, like, go, there's a laundromat that I'm sure they will wash it for you. $10 more, but go ahead. You know, there's no excuse for your stuff not to smell good, your gear not to be clean, and everyone just needs to look polished. Like, you don't have to spend thousands of dollars in gear but invest in yourself. Invest in trying to look like the star that you wanna be and how you want people to remember you by. 
And that is just, that's my thing that I, I constantly tell myself other than training and other than evolving my moves, I constantly tell myself, evolve your looks, change your looks. At the end of the day, I don't want to, I don't want to just stay with one look and everyone's like, dang, what happened? Like you never evolved your character. And I'm just like, oh, me, I, I want to evolve my character. I want I want I want that late years years and years past I want one day to see a whole like timeline video of me and how I used to look and how I am today that is my goal I like that though and that's one thing too like for me like my character like he's a mercenary but then I've also like taken like what I've got so far and been able to like readjust everything to go on like there's a, if you're if you're kind of like a fighter type fighter type promotion like I we've got a pair of like camo shorts with some like wrist tape right because obviously you want to look down and dirty uh you want me to be the over-the-top character I have either all black set of gear or all red set of gear if you are kind of wanting to play off of like I don't know old wrestling from like Cleveland, Ohio. Maybe someday you might find me there. Uh, I have a flight suit that makes me look like I'm back from like the 1940s. Like I have like different aspects of what I love doing with my characters. I'm like, let me continue playing around with the ideas and being able to change it up whenever the situation calls for it. And I think that's very, very notable. And I think that's something that I like the fact that you said that, like you're changing your look up because you know, everything's going to be different every other year it seems like so you got involved with the time oh, yeah yeah and also i say it for me because i just went through this <laughs> one thing is like as a female i can't say much like for the male no i, I guess it's for everyone i can't i'm not gonna speak like that but i i've no <laughs> i'm i'm sorry i'm very i'm very like i don't like to look at things for one perspective I like to make sure it's we equal here. <laughs> but um, I like for for me personally, and I'm guessing for many other wrestlers, like it's hard when you're trying to find your one signature look, and everyone till this day is like still going through that process of finding that signature look. And well, in the indie scene, like I, I noticed that like everyone's still evolving their looks or like they found their trademark look, but there's they're like changing up the color, which is fine because you're still you're switching up gear and it's, you're still evolving. But as a, as a female and some males, uh, we do have to, you know, switch up our hair color. We got to change, cut, cut it. We got to got to keep it entertained. And that's. I, I use someone that I use as a prime example of evolving is like Sasha Banks. I'll just bring her up. Um, like she's someone that I, I respect her, her. I respect the fact that you see her growth and every single, every single growth she has, there's a new look, there's a new set of gear there. Well, there's always a new gear, but there's always a new gear. There's always a new gear. Must be nice. But, but like, there's like, you know, like there's the hair changing, there's the evolving of, of moves, your, her signature changes some way, shape and form or, or she'll find a new one, you know, like, so it's, 
it's something that I, I respect. I, I personally do, especially like I'm known for wrestling with super long hair. So I, I'm sorry. I don't short hair on my round face. Ain't nobody signed up to play. Dope. <laughs> no, I definitely. No, I understand that. I understand that. And it, and it is cool that you ever you look at yourself and you're like, I can change up anything and make myself into whatever I want. And such is like a great example because, you know, whether you saw her when she had just her natural hair color or the orange hair or the purple hair or the pink hair or the blue hair, the blue with green hair. And I don't know what hair color she's going to show up with this time, but we're going to see a whole lot of different uh, attitude wherever she shows up. She's coming back. What are you telling me? Something? No. Mercedes. Yeah, Mercedes put a whole bunch of stuff out there. Let's be real. Monet is coming around. I can't wait. I don't know where she's showing up though. So, listen. So we're gonna take this over to the best segment of the three count podcast, and that is the three count podcast ten count questions. And it was second, the Red Dogs power rankings, which actually are right there. Used to be number one, but I refuse to acknowledge that they're retired. Chaz, you're not having that. And I get to say that in every single episode until I come up with the power rankings at one time. Anyway, the three count podcast questions. This is how it is. I'm going to fire off 10 questions at you rapid fast. And Ronnie, whatever your answer is, that's your answer. Oh, yeah. So we're going to put on the imaginary timer for added pressure. And in the words of Mike Goldberg, here we go. Smackdown or Raw? Smackdown. Favorite movie? Depending what genre. Let's go with action. Rush Hour. I, I love that. That's a great pick. Uh, PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation. Uh, favorite actor or actress? Uh, favorite actor? Uh, Jason Momoa. <laughs> Yeah, an actress. Um, I can never get her name because it always it always blows my mind. But it's the actress that is the lead role. Her name is Alice in Resident Evil. Oh, um, Djokovic. Uh, yes, her. Yeah. Why can't I read? I want to say me, but that's not right. I don't know why my mind just went blank. Yeah, me too. Djokovic. I know, like, that's her last name. Uh, it, yeah. It'll come to me later. Um, yeah, I know. Apple or Android? Apple. Uh, so, favorite cartoon? Mm, it depends what channel. Let's go with Disney. Disney, favorite cartoon. Okay, so, I'm a, I'm a early... 2000s baby so i'll pick uh brandy and mr whiskers i like it uh marvel or dc marvel favorite podcast the three count right it's not like we don't have this thing marketed everywhere (laughs) which you're supposed to say (laughs) uh nominate one person you will see on this podcast I w- honestly, because I'm having a wonderful time and you are amazing, I would like to see you interview someone from TV. Like, I would love to see you get interviewed, like, 
someone that's like on AW, WWE. Like, I would love to see you do that. I want to see you succeed. Yes, I appreciate that. Especially with our 300th episode coming up. The world is massive. <laughs> we can bring somebody. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, my favorite question to ask every single person that comes on this podcast. Favorite curse word. Obviously, the WTF. Right? You can curse on the show, by the way. I don't know if I told you oh, that okay. or not, but yeah. Straight up. The four-letter F word, that's a great word, and we're not talking about farm. Well, no, wait. I, I, I will switch it. I love to use the word bitch. Yes. <laughs> because I use it in very many ways. Ships and, like, I could introduce somebody like, this is my bitch. <laughs> I, could be like, I, could, I could be asking somebody like, bitch, where you at? Or I'll literally, I, bitch, bitch is the word. Bitch is my word. Everyone, I'm pretty sure everyone says the F word, but I'll say bitch. I've had, I've had, so on this episode or like on this, this podcast that I've been doing for a while, we've had everything, but it seems like between fuck, shit, and bitch, like those are like the, the words, like the oh, three yeah. big words that everybody wants to say. But I do, I do like a good bitch like yo it's definitely a lot of fun to do (laughs) but listen those are all my questions (laughs) and uh yeah i was gonna say this is all these are all of my questions so the last thing i need from you is to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you well you guys can find me on facebook at la fantasia ronnie and you guys can find me on instagram at officially la fantasia ronnie and that's it, everyone. Make sure you guys follow up, show up to the shows, and there's merch. So go on my pages. There's a link in every bio where you guys can buy my merch, just like this one from back in the day. So, <laughs> yes. So she gave you all the hands. She told you where you can find her. And uh, you know what that means? Like every great part of a wrestling match. We got to take this home because this is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering, and I am your host, Clever Red Dog Miller, the man that leads you up this mountain called wrestling. And my, you know, our 200 and something episode, you know, just say it with me, I am your Sherpa. But like every good Sherpa, it's not about me. It's about who's entering and who's entering. You see her right there. Okay. It is Ronnie herself. So you guys know what to do. Tune in to the next episode and be there or... You're really just waiting for this episode, and you're waiting for the outro. But more importantly, you're following us on all of our social media platforms. You're subscribed to our YouTube channel. You're following us on Spotify. You're even leaving us those five-star frog slash reviews on Apple Podcasts. You're even buying our merch right here, you know, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the three-count podcast, soon to be changed to for your aware. So be looking on the lookout for that. Go through, share it with your friends, comment on all of our stuff, and tell us about how great of a job we are doing. Oh, we're not. You know, we'll make adjustments if we need to. But more importantly, you're also waiting for that outro, and then you're just choosing another episode to listen to. Peace. What's going on, Three Count Nation? I'm Clifford Red Dog Miller with the catchphrase. But what I really want to do right now, go to Twitter.com, right? Go over there, find us at the three count underscore pod. Give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a comment. We want to talk to you guys. Go to IG at the three count pod. 
Give us a like, give us a follow. Leave us a comment. We want to interact with you. Go to youtube.com, give subscribe, turn the bell on, turn on notifications, leave a comment. We want to talk to you. Go to anger.fm forward slash the three count podcast and in there you can leave us a message and we will talk to you. Basically what I'm trying to tell you is that we want to talk to you. We want to have fun with you guys and we love listening to what you guys have to say. Also one thing I need you to do for me, the three count podcast also has merchandise. At ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the three count pod. Please go buy our t-shirts. We love you guys and we hope you love us too. So show us some support, please.